Well, good afternoon and thank you for joining me again for Business, The Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show lined up with this week. A bit later in the program, we're going to have a look at our business tips from the from Harvard. Uh, two ways to leave work stress behind. Sometimes that's a bit of a challenge, isn't it? But right now, we're going to have a chat with Kimberly Claire Campbell, who's a mentor at the Hunter Region Business Hub. We're going to talk about accountability buddies. Good afternoon, Kimberly. Hi, Julian. Thanks for joining us today. So, very interesting question. What What is an accountability buddy? So, an accountability buddy is that support person that you lack if you're a solopreneur or if you're heading up your business by yourself. So, I know from my own experiences and seeing that of my clients, we can tend to procrastinate when we don't have anybody in our business that we're accountable to. Uh, if we don't have those strong foundations of financial stability and looking after our marketing and making those things happen regularly, if we let them slip, we can lose those foundations for our business and our business will crumble. So having an accountability buddy can help us make those things happen that we're not so keen on doing more regularly. Well, obviously, we don't get on with everybody. How, how would we choose an accountability buddy? So I think you really need to know yourself. You need to know your weaknesses, especially if you're a procrastinator, and what your strengths are, what your fears are, and then think about the way you like to be with people. How do you like to communicate with them? What's your favourite way of communicating? So that might be in person or written, and you may not like phone calls, so that would be your least favourite style of communication. We all resist things when people say, oh, you should do this in your business. So you need to understand where your trigger points for resistance are, what kind of activities you tend to do when you're procrastinating because that can give your accountability buddy a heads up to know when you are procrastinating. And then really importantly, what do you want to receive from your business buddy and what do you want to give? So when we're thinking about receiving, we have areas of weakness, things that we're not great at doing in our business. So especially in the digital age, people are a bit put off by the need to do social media. They kind of struggle with that. So you might want to choose an accountability buddy that really keeps you on task to do your social media regularly and consistently and keep you visibly noticed online um, if you're really weak at doing cash flows or or keeping your accounts you might want somebody that's more capable at keeping you accountable financially um, also if you're not doing those foundation steps of having your legals in place and terms and conditions or business planning keeping on top of your taxing taxes you might look for an accountability buddy that will really help you with those kind of things. So I suggest we make a, a short list of people that we know that would be really helpful. And you might like to choose somebody who's got complementary strengths to you, or you might want to choose somebody that has different strengths so that you balance each other out. Sometimes we will choose somebody who is in the same field as us, but not in exactly the same business. So there's no feelings of competition. You feel that you can share about your business freely without feeling they're going to steal all your 
intellectual property. Mm. And sometimes it's really good to choose somebody from a completely different field so that you get a fresh perspective on your business. Sometimes Mm. having um, a person who's in a product-based business talking to someone in a service-based business can see things from a brand new perspective and give us deep insights into what we're doing that we hadn't seen because we've got our blinkers on. Mm. So um, when we've, when we've uh, found this uh, buddy, um, mm-hmm. obviously it's important for us to set some ground rules with that person. Yeah, so we've got to remember that the buddy system is a two-way streak and it's about giving as well as receiving. So if you're just thinking about looking for a buddy and not giving anything back, you really do need a coach and not a buddy. But if you've decided, okay, I do need a buddy, it's important that you do set those ground rules. And I've got eight areas that I think we need to focus on when we're thinking Mm. about a buddy system, Mm. is how will you connect? So are you going to meet in person? You're going to do emails, phone calls, or use something like Zoom or Skype to connect. And if there is a cost, who pays that cost? Mm-hmm. How regularly will you connect? So weekly, fortnightly or monthly? I've had business buddies who I connect with monthly and that's been great. I've now got a business buddy I collect with, connect with weekly. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought that would be really overwhelming. But that immediate accountability week by week by week really puts um, that motivation there to get tasks done more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how long and, and what time of the day are you going to do it? Are you going to do a business hours, mornings, afternoons, evenings? Are you going to meet for one hour, two hours over lunch? Um, and then what's the process if a buddy can't make it for some reason? Do you postpone or do you reschedule that meeting? Uh, we need to make it crystal clear with our accountability buddy what areas of our business are open for discussion So maybe we want to talk about marketing, logistics, personnel, finances and operations and maybe some of those areas are strictly out of bounds and we don't want our accountability buddy to know what we do in those areas. So setting those ground rules are really important. And then what specific areas do you want to be accountable for? So to-do lists, goal setting, do you want immediate actions in your business or are you looking at long-term planning? And then the last one is how will you end your accountability relationship if you outgrow each other or if you decide it's just not working, there needs to be a plan to to end the relationship smoothly and easily and to assess things every few months. So whether you assess the relationship monthly, quarterly, every six months or even every year, it's important to do a review and make sure that that accountability system is working for both of you. Well, that sounds like some really great uh, ground rules to put in place. How would we uh, run one of these sessions, Kimberly? So most small business owners are pretty time poor, so it's really important to create a plan to make the most of your time. And it's also important to, to get to know each other as accountability buddies as opposed to maybe colleagues or friends. It's a different relationship. We really need it not to be a chat fest, but an, a process that builds trust and helps us move towards our goals. So having a structure or a guide can help you achieve more in those accountability sessions. 
Um, I like to get a, a clarity session right at the beginning. So we have a debrief about the past week, what we've achieved and what we haven't achieved on our action plan. It's really important to celebrate those successes. We don't do enough of that in small business. And also to discuss what worked and why in your action plan or your business and what didn't work and why. And sometimes we get super enthusiastic about creating this great action plan, long list of things to do. And we do too much. We, we try and do too much and we get stressed. Accountability is to help us make things much more easier in our business. Sometimes we do need feedback about what we're doing in our business and I like to have a feedback sandwich so that we give a positive um, comment up front and in the end and we put that challenge and ways to handle that challenge in the middle so it makes us feel better about things that maybe didn't work as, as well as they could have. And then create an action plan for your ne next session. My uh, accountability buddy and I use Trello and we have our action plan list there. We can both see what we're up to and we can comment on each other's, you know, how are you going with that? And we've also set up a, a secret Facebook group where we can share information, documents and things as well. So we've got a couple of different ways to connect during the week. It's not just um, one day a week. So just, so just to confirm that one, Trello is something which is like a, uh, um, uh, an action plan online so you can both see it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so people use it as to-do lists or action plan boards pretty adaptable but mm. we like to use it for our accountability sessions so, so it's not just someone track. saying these are my actions you they can actually look at them yes yeah. and see that you're ticking them off mm. and if you're having challenges you can can communicate with each other which makes it um much more practical and hands-on relationship and we also need consequences for those things that we didn't get get done because it is about accountability um for my sessions, account, uh, the accountability, our consequences are to discuss, you know, okay, you've taken off too much. How can you make your week better by not taking so many actions but really being focused? I've heard of other people that if you don't get something done on your list, you have to pay your accountability buddy $100. Oh. So it really depends on where your mindset is mm. and your budget mm. as to how you like to do things. And it's really important before your session ends to agree on a date and time and place for your next session so that you've got that continuation. And I suppose one of the things that's very, very important in that activity is not to accept excuses. I mean, it's easy to make excuses and uh, one of the people that I know, Dale Beaumont, says that uh, you can either make excuses or, or money but you can't make both. Yes, it's true. And procrastinating and making excuses is a reason why accountability buddies is great because we don't get to do that we've got somebody else holding us accountable to take those actions all right well just uh, in in concluding here you've uh, obviously been involved with a number of uh, accountability buddies for over a period of time uh, what are the benefits what are, in your opinion what are the benefits of being held accountable I really feel that it helps to reduce your procrastination. There's tasks I've had in my business that I've been going to do since January. 
since I started my accountability in June, I've got all of those tasks done. So I really feel like I'm on fire. It also helps you stretch your goals. You're not just settling. You, you've got somebody there to say, well, what if you tried this? And after you get into the habit of it, you just feel like, oh, I've really needed this in my business. It's helping me go that extra mile, take steps that I didn't think I was capable of and really grow your business. Yeah, and uh, I would presume, because one of the things that we do tend to procrastinate in small business is getting that paperwork done. We're, you know, we we're enjoy doing the work that we do, but we don't always enjoy the paperwork, uh, the red tape, the taxation, those sorts of things. And I'm, I'm sure that that's one of the areas that really does an accountability buddy would really help you. Yes, definitely. There's any area that you feel a bit of resistance or you procrastinate on, it's really good to get an accountability buddy in there to make you take those actions and keep you on track. Great. Well, thanks very much for your time. We'll have a chat with you next month. Thanks, Julian. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Kimberly Campbell there helping you as she's a mentor with the Hunter Region Business Hub and uh, Accountability Buddy is uh, a great way of keeping you focused and getting those jobs and stopping you from procrastination, which we all do from time to time, don't we? Time for a couple of our Harvard Business Review tips. This particular one we said earlier, two ways to leave work stress behind. After a long day, it can be a struggle to leave work behind you. Too often we take our uh, job-related stress out on our friends and our children and our partners. And here are two ways to make sure your work troubles stay in the office. First of all, have an end-of-work habit. Signal to your brain that it's time to go home with a ritual that helps you unwind. Take a more scenic route home. Listen to music on the bus or go to the gym. Make time for this habit so you can switch gears before you get home, not as you were walking in the door. Secondly, create a third space. It's easy to just shuttle back and forth, physically and emotionally, between work and home. But having a third space, besides having those two locations, will help you decompress. It might be anything from a quiet cafe to a book club to a poker night. It should be a place where you explore your interests, relax and ideally find fulfilment. So some great thoughts there, isn't it, to leave that stress at home, at work I should say, and not bring it home. And the other one which uh, fits in nicely with it is simple meditation can make you a better leader. You can't be a good leader without self-awareness. Knowing who you are lets you better understand what you need most from other people. One of the simplest and most effective ways to develop it is to meditate. Yes, meditate. Meditation improves your moment-by-moment awareness by having you focus strongly on inhaling and exhaling. But it doesn't need to be formal or ritualistic. Greater clarity can also come from regular moments of pausing and reflecting. Try to gain greater awareness by finding a few seconds to focus on your breathing, maybe before sleep or when you're doing mundane tasks, and ask yourself, what am I trying to achieve? What am I doing that is working? What am I doing that is slowing me down? And what can I do to change? So some interesting comments there from those Harvard Business Review tips. 
Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. We've looked quite extensively at the accountability buddy and certainly uh, if you've got the right accountability buddy, it works very well for you to get over that procrastination. Next week, we're going to talk with Julie Watson about no excuses and we'll get some of the experiences that she's had with uh, no excuses. We'll have a minute on innovation with Christina, who will be over in the States, but she assures me we can have a chat with her there, and some more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. I'd love your company again for Business, the Law and You at the same time next week. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous week, and as Mark Twain once said, the best way to cheer yourself up is to try to cheer someone else up. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.